Welcome to Dashway Talks, a show powered by Dashway Consulting, a China-based strategic market research company founded in 2010. Hi, I'm Jess. I'm an audit manager from Design Shira and Associates. We are a professional service firm providing all kinds of market entry, accounting, tax, legal, and other advisory services for international investors who would like to conduct business in Asia. What is CAS 14? And what are the major changes in the accounting standards for revenue recognition?、Um, CAS stands for the Chinese Accounting Standards for Business Enterprises. The CAS 14 is the Chinese Accounting Standards on Revenue, which was revised in 2017 and has become effective for almost all companies in China since January the first, 2021. And this revised revenue standards brings revenue recognition and measurement very close to the International Financial Reporting Standards 15、uh, revenue from contracts with customers.、Uh, the the new revenue accounting is very different from what we have been doing for years in China. So compared to the old revenue standards, the new revenue standards brings at least four major changes. The the first major change is that it came up with a unified model for revenue recognition and measurement. So it kind of consolidates the revenue recognition in the old revenue accounting and the revenue recognition for construction contracts, which was used to be specified in a separate、um, accounting standard. And this unified model is called the five step. Revenue recognition model framework, and it is substantially the same as the model adopted by the UIFRS and the US GAAP. So, one thing that worth mentioning about this model is that it no longer differentiates various types of transactions, whether it is the sales of goods, whether it is、um, rendering of services or construction contracts. So, revenue. From all types of transactions, are now recognized using a single framework. And the the second major change is about the underlying principle, in terms of revenue recognition. The the new CS fourteen states that revenue should be recognized when an entity satisfies a performance obligation. Which is when the customer obtains control of the products. So the the new revenue accounting emphasizes on the transfer of the control of the products instead of the transfer of the significant risks and the rewards of the ownership、uh, of the product as used in the old revenue standard. And also, you can recognize revenue only when you have satisfied. The performance obligation, whether it occurs at a point of time or it occurred over a period of time, and this core principle about revenue recognition is also reflected in the newly issued accounting standards about insurance contract, which was published by the China's Ministry of Finance in December 2020. So, for instance. As the liability for remaining coverage for insurance contract reduces as you provide services, you recognize revenue for that insurance contract, 
And this is consistent with what we do now and the CS14. So this change, I think, would bring more challenges to accounting personnel or management in China because there is an element of judgment here as to when the control of the goods has been transferred and at what time do you recognize revenue. Um, another change is about determining the transaction price. So the old revenue standards states that the transaction price should be the fair value of the consideration as stipulated in the contract. So for example, if you signed a $1 million contract, then the transaction price will be $1 million, which is a consideration of the contract. However, the new revenue standard says that the transaction price should be the amount the entity expects to be entitled in transferring the promised goods or services. So even if I signed a $1 million contract, but if I only expect to receive 80% of it, then my transaction price would be only 80% of the consideration, which is $800,000. So this would bring challenges to the accounting personnel and the management as well, because um, there is estimation involved as to how much you would expect to receive from a contract. I think to make that estimation, you need to have some knowledge about the, about the industry, you need to consider the past experience with the customer, and also you need to really understand your products. And the last major change I would like to talk about is about the contract cost. Uh, so about the contract cost, the old revenue standards did not provide much guidance as to what qualifies as a contract cost and how to deal with it. And the new revenue standards clarifies this point. For example, we will now be able to um, capitalize at least two kinds of contract costs. And one is um, the incremental costs of obtaining a contract, and the other one is a cost to fulfill a contract. We interrupt this show to bring you breaking news of more awesome China business tips. You can find these tips on our other China business channels. Follow our official WeChat account, Dashui Insights, for weekly updates on the business landscape in China. So um, the thing about the incremental costs of obtaining a contract is that this kind of cost would not have occurred if the contract has not been signed yet. So for example, imagine that you have a policy to um, reward the salesperson, say a thousand Chinese yuan uh, at sales commission, so whenever they, they obtain a new contract. And if there's no contract, there will be no sales commission. The sales commission arises only when there is a new contract. So it's incremental. So this kind of cost can now be capitalized um, if it subsequently can be recovered uh, from the customer. So this is about incremental costs. And the other kind of contract cost that can be capitalized is the cost to fulfill a contract. So to understand this, this kind of costs occur when the 
generate or enhance the resources you have in order to satisfy the performance obligation in the future. So to see this, for example, consider my company Design Shira and Associates. So my company provides digital solutions to our clients and one type of service we provide is that we would allow our clients to use our ERP platform um, through a customized portal. So what we do is that we would establish and maintain our own ERP platform. We have our own servers and computers, but we do not sell the platform. We only grant our customers to the, we grant them the access rights to use it. And we would charge them monthly, say, management fee in return. Um, but in order for us to generate the monthly management income, we will have to firstly configure the system, for example, make some localized adjustments, tailor-made to the client's business model and perform some testings perhaps just to make sure that the system functions properly. And all this work, they enhance the resources we have uh, to provide the digital service to the customer. So there are necessary conditions for us to satisfy a performance obligation in the future. And these costs can be capitalized as an asset and amortized into cost of sales over the contract term. So this is about the um, contract cost. So basically these are the four major changes that you should keep in mind when you're applying the new revenue standard. Any questions? We will find an expert to answer them. Drop your questions in the comments or send us an email dx at dashwayconsulting.com.